Welcome back to the New York Gun Guys podcast. My name is John. My name's Taylor. Check us out. Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe. Share. I always forget, so I have to remember to do it right away. Because <laughs> as soon as I like, as soon as we start talking, I'll forget. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, it's all good. So, Taylor. Yeah, man. You brought some goodies. I did bring some goodies. Um, talk to me. What did you bring? What are we talking about today? Um, this might be interesting. I'm surprised we didn't talk about this. I sooner. know. I was really. I, I can't believe we didn't think about it. I was texting the other day about some other stuff, and I'm like, dude, we didn't do an episode on shotguns. Yeah. All this talk about you know defense and and panic buying. Right. We didn't do an episode on shotguns. Yeah, it's usually like the first thing people buy. I know, I know. And honestly, I'm not the most knowledgeable person on shotguns. So for me, this is kind of like an interesting yeah. learning mm-hmm, curve. Mm-hmm. But they're very much a needed weapon in society. It was my first gun. And what kind of what kind of shotgun was it? Um, it was a Mossberg. Okay. Uh, like whatever their entry level. 500 or I think that's that's yeah. the entry level. Well, yeah. it's it's the step above the entry level. I think yeah. the, the Maverick 88 is the entry level. No, I have the Mossberg 500. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So today uh, we're going to be talking about shotguns, which I think is an excellent, even a first gun, but right. also a gun that I think even the seasoned gun owner should have. Right. Um, versatile, handy, could really be anything you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could put food on the table and it could, you know, drop bad guys coming in your home. Food on the table. Yeah. Talking about like in a hunting scenario. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> a lot like of going times, out and like robbing people. Well, you know, especially in New York, it's I know that. That is weird. Um, on Long Island, <laughs> for example, like hunting with a rifle, you, you can't really do on Long Island. Upstate, yeah. you can, obviously. But mm. so shotgun hunting is a very popular option. Yeah, I didn't know you can't hunt with a rifle. Yeah, I think Island. it's. Yeah, I don't. I think it's just because of. I, I don't hunt and people tell me things. I'm like, oh, that's surprising. But yeah, it's very limited. Um, I think it's almost non existent with rifle or. Very, Interesting. Yeah, but shotgun is a lot more popular because it's hmm. it's it's a you know legal category to hunt shotgun versus rifle versus bow. Um, bow hunting is very popular on Long Island because it's not a firearm. Right. Um, I know people that hunt with shotguns, and it's um, they say the shotgun season is you know open and long. So I, I don't know anything about hunting, but <laughs> I'm just a dude from the suburbs. But anyway, yeah, I would love to go hunting. Oh my god, I would too. Yeah. I would really love to. I, well, we should look into that. I know, but. If it, my problem is like if you don't have anybody to like take you to go hunting to show you, like where where Why? do you even begin? Like you have the 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 greatest source of information on the planet, dude. You have a fucking you have a computer. No, I know, but the, and, I, you can't read how to hunt, how to do well, this, how to. Yeah, I mean you, you can, can, but you, you really need somebody to show you. I don't think so. I think you do. I can't just go out in the woods on my own and expect. To read a uh, watch a YouTube video and be you know Elmer Fudd. Well, you could watch a couple. I mean, the, like some of the greatest hunters go out and they don't fucking come back with anything because it's not well, only. No, no, about... I'm not saying about coming back with anything. But number one, like being safe. Number two, know what you're doing. You know how to mm-hmm. set up a tree stand. How to how to you know track game. How yeah. to you know mask your scent. How to butcher and process a game. Like yeah, okay, well, you I wouldn't kill... be able to. I wouldn't know how to like butchering butchering something yeah you would definitely you know, you need something. There's, a, there's places you could bring like yeah. the, like a deer and you they kill a 150 pound deer out in the middle of nowhere okay what do you do now yeah, <laughs> you grab the front legs i'll grab the back ones bro <laughs> that will get tired real <laughs> fucking fast. throw it in the back of the fucking oh my god <laughs> so yeah I, it's one thing i'd love to learn and one thing that i think i really need to be taught and yeah. shown um yeah. you know this I, isn't like home repair <laughs> no i mean it's i think you could do it but just by i mean think about it. come on I think you could figure it out. I don't know, man. You I, go I once really or twice, would... and you learn things. It's like anything else. Well, 
you know, I, I really think for me personally, I'd want somebody to show me how to do it. Show me the ropes. All right, I'll, I'll show you the ropes. <laughs> I'll watch it. <a>, I'll <laughs> watch a video it. and I'll All show right. you the ropes. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Do you know anybody who hunts? I do. And it's always kind of like one of those things where it's like, hey, yeah, I'd really like to go, but, you know, it's just time. You're not close and, with them? Not like really. you work with, you work with them yeah yeah right. i mean I, I if i probably wanted to i could and i know people that live like out of state that if i ask they'll probably say okay but now mm-hmm. with you know a baby and yeah. work and just getting time to go do that yeah. and you know you need a hunting you know you need your hunter safety course yeah. and um which isn't hard to do from what i hear yeah well you can always like hunt for bear and use the baby as bait <laughs> Jesus, man. All right, come on. Anyway, let's do it. Let's do it. Anyway, enough of that. You know, it's early. uh, We're we're a little tired. Yeah, but I got to drink my coffee. (laughs) So, I have two. I brought two shotguns with me here today, and um, these are two of mine. Here, let me do it. Yeah, there you go. This mic. Oh yeah, the good mic. (laughs) He just dropped it in the slide. You know, he did like, oh my god, yeah. (laughs) Oh shit. Yeah. It's not right, dude. No, I know. You you know, people always say, oh, all you got to do is rack a shotgun and well, they'll go running, man. You just rack the shotgun and fire two blasts. Oh, yeah. As per, as per Joe uh, Biden. Per, well, quote, he, quote, unquote, as the media has determined him to be the president-elect. Yes. Actually, he, he wants you to get a double-barrel shotgun and you then get fire the Double-barrel shotgun. We go, played it on the other. It was just, shit is so yeah, funny. Go off on your porch and fire two blasts in a nondescript direction. Who gives a shit where the where the pallets fly? I mean, you that's know. what he that's what he told Jill. <laughs> anyway, that fucking moron. Um, so yeah, I brought two shotguns with me today. Very similar, but they're they're different and they have different purposes. The mm. one that we were just handling is the Remington Tac 14. Yeah, uh, little you know wily non shotgun firearm uh, item. And the other one is a Mossberg 500 with an 18-inch barrel. Now, do you want to explain what you mean by non-firearm? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Some people might not realize. Okay. So, um, like we talked about with our other episode, the uh, the New York compliant others or other firearms. Technically, um, some people would call this like colloquially like a sawed-off. Um, but what it is is um, basically it's a shotgun receiver. That never had a stock on it, and the companies Mossberg, Remington, Black Aces, whatever, you know, they figured out, hey, you can make a quote shotgun. It's technically a firearm, but you never put a butt stock on it. It's over twenty six inches in length, and it has a grip on it, and it's pump action, so it's just a firearm. It doesn't. It's not a shotgun. It's not a rifle. It's not a pistol. It's not an AOW. Right. So this is just a firearm, right. and because it's pump action, it's legal in New York State. Right. I think also the the Tac thirteen, the semi auto one, is legal too. And I know uh, Black right. Aces Tactical makes a semi-auto one that has a brace and a pistol grip on it. Um, I think that's legal as well because technically it's not a shotgun, and New yeah. York State only defines rifle, shotguns, and pistols. So um, this is a little short one. It's just a hair over 26 inches in length. It's got a 14 and a half inch barrel, I believe, on it, and uh, it holds, I believe, four plus one, so a total of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is a handy, handy little gun. It's very wily. And you really have to be able to manage it when you shoot it. It's not meant for precision, long-range shots. It's not meant for hunting. It's meant for, like I said, up close and personal. It's meant for, like, popping out of your the, the bedroom door into the hall. And right, poof, and just yeah. letting it fly. Right. Um, that's pretty much what this is for. Although, yeah. you could put a brace on this and put a pistol grip, and this would be a really, really handy weapon. Yeah. I mean, really handy. They make them now with braces and pistol grips. That's from the factory. 
but you're legal in New York. So that's always an option. I bought this many years ago before the bracing of of other, you know, quote, shotguns. I'm just going to say shotguns because it is. Um, it was really a thing. And, um, you know, in hindsight, I bought this kind of right when it came out. Um, in hindsight, I prefer the Mossberg Shockwave over the Remington. I think it has more features. I think it... I, I just like Mossberg shotguns better, but I saw this one and I kind of like impulse bought it. And I, I like it, but certain things like the position of the safety, um, if you want to put a magazine extension tube on the Remington TAC-14, you have to drill out dimples in order to um, be able to put an extension on it. So from the factory, it's not really like plug and play as a Mossberg is, um, but it is very handy and <laughs> I really like it. I love... Yeah. Seeing people shoot this at the range and they just like, holy shit, you know? <laughs> Breaking some but, fucking... Yeah. You know, and it's not as bad as wrists. people think it is because the short barrel doesn't really allow enough pressure to generate. Like, yeah. if you shoot like, for example, like the last time I think I shot this, I shot like three inch magnum loads out of it. Mm. And it was like a, like a turkey hunting load or something. Yeah. And the muzzle flash was just insane because all the, the powder was just coming out the barrel. It didn't have time to build up pressure. Do you remember... This is going back... Jeez... Oh, Years, yeah. You and I were at the range, and we were watching a guy firing like a shot, a sawed-off shotgun. I don't, I don't remember like what brand it was, mm -hmm. or but he was like some big dude, and he was like firing it with like a cigar in his mouth. And is that the one with the pistol, the pistol grip only shotguns, the PGOs? I don't think I had a pistol grip. Okay. I just remember seeing this guy like, I don't know. I just have like this image in my head of this guy. He's like, he had a fucking, a cigar in his mouth, and he's got, like, the fucking... At his hip? <laughs> no, he was firing it, like, full on. Like, oh, my like God. Like, it was a handgun. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, shit was so funny. I, you were, I don't know. I think you were there. It was just one of those, like, weird range memories, you maybe, know? Maybe, maybe. But, yeah, so this thing, shooting it is, is very interesting. You really mm. got to be able to handle it, and, you know, you got to really know how to shoot it. But it, it's honestly not terrible. Um, I find that, honestly, stout loads from... A regular uh, stocked shotgun is actually more is, is harder on your body because um, it has more time to generate pressure in a barrel and you know where you place it on your shoulder or your chest you're, you're taking that impact your arm you could kind of rock it and sway it and absorb some of that yeah. recoil now so that gun is, is one of my favorite guns and especially considering today's pandemic buying and pricing I mean People want ridiculous money for those things. I see certain uh, local retailers selling them for like nine hundred bucks. I see them going online for I'm like six, seven hundred dollars. At a certain website. Yeah, yeah, you can go there. Kind of, kind of rhymes with uh, berries. <laughs> Which I actually heard. Is that Bohemia? Yeah, I saw on on Reddit the other day. Apparently, they got a visit from like some federal alphabet agency the other day. It was on the New York Gun subreddit. They uh, got a visit over something, and it's, I think people were speculating it's probably due to them selling others. But um, somebody said, oh, I was in the store and like feds came in and yeah, <laughs> I know. So I, you know, that's what you read on Reddit and people said, you know, mm. we're talking about it. But the other gun I brought was, is a Mossberg 500, um, probably the the most, you know, ubiquitous kind of home defense-esque right. shotgun. This one has a collapsing ATI buttstock with a shell holder on the right side, pistol grip. Um, it's got a corn cob grip with a strap. Put your hand under and a heat shield over the barrel. I'll oh, pass this careful. to John. Sorry, I know. I'm banging the table up. <laughs> so that one is, is set up for a more home defense-esque. That's the one that I keep in the closet. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, you know, there's like nothing more recognizable in my opinion oh, yeah. than like a shotgun racking. And it's just like one of those beautiful sounds, you know? It is. But the myth of them just saying, oh, all you got to do is rack it and the bad guys will go running. Listen, if your shotgun isn't loaded already, that's your fucking problem. That's that's problem number one. Right. You don't keep it loaded, like, what's going on? Thank you. Yep. Making it safe and clear, even though it already is. Um, so, pandemic 2020, shotguns are a hot commodity, right? Now, if you're thinking about going out and buying one, well, like I've said in previous podcasts, you waited too long, but... The New York gun guys will kind of give you some information here to make your gun buying process hopefully a little easier. If you can find one. If you can find one. Now, there are shotguns available, and this is the interesting thing that I've been seeing. Uh, One of our last episodes, we talked about availability, pricing on guns and ammo and such. I haven't seen a Mossberg or a Remington advertised on a website and a store since, you know, the beginning of the year. What I have seen is imported shotguns, like from Turkey and... And other places, and I've seen a company, Black Aces Tactical. They're just like dominating the market right now because, <laughs> I guess, they're the only ones available. Yeah, um, they make some interesting um, guns. They were kind of the first company, if I remember correctly, to do the whole non-NFA shotgun other kind of gun. If I remember correctly, the braced quote shotgun. So they make all different kinds of models: semi-auto, pump action, braced, non-NFA. They make it all. Um, I hear that they are good shotguns. I haven't heard anything overly amazing about them. Like, if you look up some of the YouTube videos, people say they've had problems with them, but then other people are like, oh, they're amazing. You just have to handle them properly because otherwise they might short stroke or depending on if they're semi-auto or pump. Um, But for the price nowadays, they are one of the better buys you can can get. I'm looking at them and they're like, they're pretty much all under... Most of them are under six hundred dollars. Black Ace Tactical. Yeah, yeah. They're like five ninety nine and below. There's yeah. one. There's one that's a little more. It's like six seventy. But yeah. Other than that, I where mean, are you looking on their website? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You could buy it straight from them, or you know, dealers stock them. Like a local shop to me had one. It was cool. It was like the super shorty one with the brace on it, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Semi auto, yeah. and I was like, holy crap! And it was like six hundred bucks. Um, Honestly, I wanted one of them just for the novelty of it, but I'm not going to go buy one now just because of pricing. Yeah. Well, you can put an order on their website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But who knows when it will get to you? <laughs> I mean, they might be making them the order at this point. I mean, they just pump it out. The ammunition, too. All the ammunition <laughs> I see is Black Ace Tackle shotgun ammunition. They make I mean, their own ammo, right? I, I don't know. They might they, import they either, it and brand it. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, they might have like a licensing deal. Yeah, importing and branding. I, I don't know, man, but... They, them and the Turkish imports seem to be just dominating the market right now. You can't find a Mossberg or Remington. Now, when, when it comes to shotguns, uh, somebody was asking me, uh, Taylor, I want to buy a shotgun. And I'm like, okay, well, do you want it for hunting? Do you want it for home defense? He's like, home defense. I'm like, okay. So just like I said, when you're buying like a, a gun, you, you really need to know what its purpose is. So for a shotgun, you don't, for home defense, you don't want like a super long 28-inch, 24-inch barrel. You don't want a rifled barrel. You just want a smooth bore, cylinder choke, you know, a bore choke, just a regular open bore. Um, preferably, you'd want something that's a little more compact, 18-inch mm-hmm. barrel, 20-inch barrel at the most. Um, you want it to have features that will make you easier to shoot it. Yeah, you want to be able to, like, not have to worry about swinging the gun around and hitting stuff, right. you know. Right, and that's why a lot of these brace shotguns... Well, 
quote shotguns are a great option because mm-hmm. they're short to compact, but right. it comes at a cost of ammunition capacity. Sure. So, you know, I mean, it, there's always a give and take, mm-hmm. but with a shotgun, it's not like it's not spray and pray. You do have to aim it, you know. But generally, in a confined space, in a hallway or in a bedroom, you know, you're talking distances ten yards max. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if anybody's hallways that I know is bigger than longer than that, <laughs> longer than ten yards. Yeah, I mean, you definitely want to uh, definitely want to take into account for everything. Right. But I mean, I guess it depends on where you live. Right. You know, it, it it also depends. Like, if you have a bigger bigger house, and like, let's say you're like upstairs, and there's right. a you know, there's a uh, what's it called, and you're shooting down for whatever reason, you yeah. know, you know. But I think a shotgun it, it is a good option. You know, I think it is. During, General, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say generally also before the pandemic pricing, they were very affordable. Yeah. And that's one thing that people like. You can get a great shotgun like this Mossberg here for like three hundred and fifty bucks, right? And you could buy ammo, and it didn't cost you an arm and a leg, right? So that was the appeal to a lot of people of, oh, it's it's affordable, it's a great home defense weapon. But now, obviously, with pandemic pricing, you know, buckshot's going for over a dollar around, right? These these shotguns are just going through the roof price right. wise, right? Um, so when you when you when, like I was saying, when you buy the shotgun, outfit it for what you the ability to make you shoot it easier mm-hmm. for example you don't have to get a 12 gauge both these guns are in 12 gauge which is kind of like the quote standard but mm. also there's 20 gauge and that's a smaller yeah gauge which would also be fine for home it defense. is oh trust me it is and yeah. it doesn't you can more, also get, more controllable right more controllable low you could get low recoil rounds yeah so you can manage recoil better especially if you're a smaller statured person or a woman and like Lisa said, ammunition choice um, is the the most important thing when it comes to you know using a shotgun. Right. You know, some people say birdshot is the best option for home defense because it doesn't, it's not going to penetrate walls. It's not going to listen. I don't think that's the best option because if I'm using a gun against somebody, I don't. You know, my intent is all right. I'm pulling a trigger on someone mm-hmm. that. That whatever that is needs to stop. I right. don't want to right. wound them. Mm-hmm. I just want it to be done. I'm I mean, not saying I want to kill them. Yeah, but I mean, some people also they'll mix rounds. Yeah, which I again I don't think is really that great because all right, the first shot what is it going to be a beanbag and then oh if that doesn't stop it then no I know people who do like the first round is buckshot the second round is a slug and then the next round is buckshot I, but then you know you have to like think be thinking under pressure. Right. The recoil from a slug is going to be different than the recoil of buckshot. Yeah, but not even that. I mean, you're just adding another thing to what you have to think about. Right. Okay, so like, oh, I, f- I fired one shot. Now I have to think about where this next round goes because right. it's a slug and it's going to go through my wall and fucking kill my kid. Like, I want it to be consistent. Right, exactly. So I use buckshot. Yeah. I put buckshot in here. Double mm-hmm, lot buck. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. the most kind of commonly available. Yeah. And honestly, if that doesn't do the job then I, I don't know what will i mean honestly if the person coming to my house is wearing body armor obviously this isn't gonna work against yeah. that but you're gonna shoot Mo- at them Listen, and hopefully they will turn tail most of the videos that you watch of of people breaking into people's right. homes or businesses and it's as soon as they're as soon as they're met with a, a another they firearm they're gone run. yeah now i'm not saying that's gonna happen every time but i'm saying you have a you have a good odd like good odds that you know right the first few rounds they go off, they're fucking out of there. Right, and that's why I think for a home defense, that's I love the TAC-14, don't get me wrong, but I think for a home defense scenario, if it if you're able to have more rounds in a shotgun, the better, the more ammunition you could shoot 
the better. Um, right. This gun has a side saddle. It holds one, two, three, five rounds on a side saddle. And I think this has a capacity of, oh, geez, I forget how many we're in here. I unloaded it this morning. I want to say like one, two, like maybe like six or five. It's probably six plus yeah, one or six seven plus, plus one. one. Yeah, probably like six or seven plus yeah. one. Um, so, you know, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of rounds. If it's seven mm-hmm. plus one, yeah. you know, plus the five on the side saddle, that's, you know, if, if you need many more than that, the police should be on the way You ever already. practice like combat loading and shit? No. You really should. I'm not. You know what it is, man? I'm not that proficient with a shotgun. Don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, I know how to use it, but I'm not. I don't train with it as often as I should have, mostly because, well, especially now, the am- the ammunition availability, but mm-hmm. even before that, you know, I used to buy a lot of ammo, and I would go to the range and blast off, but it was kind of always a pain in the neck, because the range that I go to, you either can shoot slugs at the rifle line, or you have to go to the, the shotgun section, and there's only, like, a couple of tables there, and oftentimes, they're, they're occupied, so I'm yeah. like, all right, so um, I could either go and shoot rifle and practice with rifle, or right. I could wait an hour or whatever and then hopefully a table opens up at the shotgun section yeah the thing for me is like and you know because you've been to the range with me at this point i'm very much i'm when i go and i train i'm training for right you know having to use it potentially right um so i don't know for me i would rather go practice with that in a capacity where you know go to the wheel wherever i have to do shoot load under stress tactically you know Right, and the and the interesting thing is, which I just thought of, is you could train with birdshot. You could train the loading and the manipulation sure. of the gun sure. with birdshot. Sure, but you also have to realize that the, the recoil is going to yeah. be different from I what mean, you, you could, use right, for right. birdshot versus buckshot. Yeah. Like the ammo I buy for my, you know, the nine millimeter, I yeah. try and buy as close as possible to my duty ammo. Right, gr- you know, grain count, all that stuff. Right, right. <laughs> and just you know, so just so it's at least it's a little yeah. similar. The last time I shot this gun, actually, um, I took it to the range, and I was at the shotgun table there, and I was shooting it with some friends, and, you know, a range officer called ceasefire, so I unloaded the gun, and I had this shell still in the side saddle, and the range officer said, oh, you need to take those out, and, and I'm like, okay, you know, I didn't think it was a big deal, but, mm, yeah, I yeah, know, it's just like, oh, okay, you know, safety, whatever, that's fine, obviously, it's not in the gun, it's just right. on it, you know, I get right. it, to a degree, mm-hmm. but, so, it's just like, okay, Practicing at a range in that capacity, you know, it takes, you know, you just have to be more aware of those those stipulations where you're not going to have that in your house. You know, all the, sure. the side saddles always loaded. Sure. In my house. Well, when I go, depending on the range officer, <clears throat> and you've been there, some of the range yeah. officers I know, some I don't. Um, uh, cause, you know, because I bring my 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 gear, yeah. my uh, my duty belt, and a lot of the range officers say like, "Hey, you know, you're you're an, you're an officer." On the ceasefire, you can leave your gun in your holster. Mm-hmm. You know, don't worry about it. And then others are like, "Oh my god, it needs to be out of your holster." Right, unholstered, you know, like, unloaded. Right, and yeah. and you know, I I wear my duty belt, so if that doesn't make it obvious enough, I also wear my shield on on the duty belt just yeah. so the range officers could see. Because you know, when because they don't like rapid fire and and shit like that. Yeah. But when when I'm practicing, you know, I fire quickly, so it it kind of it kind of shows them, hey, like I'm not just being an asshole and shooting. There's a reason for why you know why I'm doing what I'm doing, but right, yeah, because it just goes back to every everyone's different, every range is different, every yeah. range officer is going to be different. So that one at that time, just I guess he just didn't right. want it there. You Which, know, like I said, it's something I should I guess practice yeah, more. You have the to, range and, sh- and oh, you know. I think I think you should absolutely. Yeah, I I'm more of a rifle guy, and that's really where I spend my time well, shooting. The, you go shoot and you shoot for pleasure. Yeah, I mean I shoot for pleasure as well, but I also shoot for a, 
a different purpose as right, well. Right. You know, so I love going Training. to the range. I yeah. love shooting. Trust me, like it's the best, it's the greatest thing yeah. in the world. But there's also another level to why I go. Right. You know, that's why I don't bring all my guns to shoot them. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I. You know. Yeah, I do. You are right. I do shoot more for pleasure. And, yeah. Um, no, you, there's nothing wrong no, with that. There's nothing you know. wrong with that. But maybe I should try and find some if they have bird shot anywhere and just you know see about going. Even if you put like one one round or two rounds, shoot, shoot, yeah, and then reload. do the quick reload, and then yeah. you know just so you know the movements you have to do, you don't right. have to think. You know, it's all muscle memory at that point. Right. Yeah, just something to think about. Now, one thing also that I I haven't I don't know too too much about is semi auto shotguns. New York, you can have semi-auto shotguns. Um, for the most part, they are uh, available. Uh, great options are available. Like I know the Vanelli M4 is a New York legal shotgun. I mean, before the pandemic, they were a, a very premium shotgun, and they were you know very premium priced. But now yeah. they're just ridiculously priced. But John, um, we pulled up the definition yep. of the uh, Safe Act here for semi-autos shotguns. So it's not even yeah. So. If you didn't already know, um, shotguns do have a place in the New York Safe Act. They're called assault <laughs> shotguns. <laughs> Sorry, they just, just pull this shit out of I know. Ass. It's just... It's yeah. incredible. But, I'm surprised they didn't rename the bill to Weapons of War. Yeah, they should have. So a shotgun requires registration when uh, it is semi-automatic and it has one of the following military characteristics, which most of us know, folding or telescoping stock... Thumbhole stock, um, a second hand grip or a protruding grip that is held by the non-shooting hand, fixed magazine capacity in excess of seven rounds, and the ability to accept a detachable magazine. So you could, in theory, be driving around or, you know, showing up to the range with an assault, quote unquote, assault shotgun. Right. Not even realize it because you're thinking, oh, it's a shotgun. Right. So, no. for example, um, a, a semi-automatic shotgun in New York can have a pistol grip. Yeah. That's the difference from a, of a quote, assault rifle, quote. Um, it can have a pistol grip, which is actually a really big thing because semi-auto shotguns with a pistol grip are so much better to shoot. Yeah. They are just so much co more comfortable. They are just really, really uh, ergonomic in that sense. And also, seven rounds in a semi-automatic shotgun. You know what's really weird, though? What? That it could have a pistol grip, but it can't have a thumb hole stock. Yeah, I... Because, like, a thumb hole stock is essentially making it into a pistol grip, but having the full... Right, it's a more sporterized stock. Yeah, that that's because bizarre. Because what they would do is they would use that to get, for example, guns that were imported um, from abroad, they would put a thumb hole stock on it and say, oh, it's a sporting gun. But in realistic, it has a pistol grip. It's just one of those things that you would think that if they would get rid of a thumb hole stock, that a pistol grip would also be on this list. Right. But it's, it's not, you know? Yeah, I think... You know, in their eyes, maybe there's more of a, quote, sporting purpose for a gun, a shotgun with a pistol grip, a semi-automatic, which, you know, I don't give a crap if a gun has a sporting purpose or not. It shouldn't be what it, the, what defines it. You know, the, the 1968 yeah. Gun Control Act <clears throat> set up this right. whole sporting purpose clause, and it's like, it's not about sport. It's, you know, about having a firearm. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just one of those things that you, you're like looking at and you're like, damn, like this shit really just doesn't make any sense. No, it really I mean, doesn't. Like, we all know it doesn't make sense already. Right. But it's like it just further is like, wow, this is like really weird. You know, it's right. just pointless. pointless. So, yeah, I mean, you could have a semi-automatic. It can have a pistol grip and it can't take more than seven rounds. Unfortunately, the Saiga shotguns are no longer legal in New York. Uh, those were great, great guns. And they had 10 round mags. 
semi-automatic. I wonder if they still sell them for LEO. Yeah, you could have them as a LEO, but they don't. Yeah. Well, you can't buy them new anymore because they were banned from imports, so you can only find mm. them on the secondhand market. Mm. The same thing with the Molot Vepers. Uh, the Vepper Twelve shotguns were oh, amazing, like Cadillac of AK shotguns. Man, they're just yeah. fucking awesome. Um, so semi-automatic shotguns are a great. Uh, a great utility, a great home defense tool as well. But some people don't want a semi-automatic shotgun for home defense because sometimes they say it's prone to problems. It, it's not 100% reliable. Really? It's well, it depends on the gun and it I, depends on the ammunition. Uh, some shotguns... I just think people will come up with anything to complain about everything. I have shot both semi-auto and right. pump-action shotguns. I guess you have to look at it like a pump-action shotgun is more like, in someone's eyes, a revolver. Right. You know, because you don't need the the gun to actually fire to operate it. Right. You can always rack it, rack yes. the round out. But that's such a silly. I mean, and how many people carry semi-automatic firearms? It's well, a yeah. silly thing, you know. And that's why I say ammunition choice and your particular gun are very important because some yeah. semi-autos are gas operated, some mm -hmm. are inertia driven. So if that if that gun doesn't have enough yeah. gas or inertia to operate it, mm -hmm. it can short stroke, it can malfunction. Yeah. So if you're trying to sh shoot cheap, low brass uh, right. birdshot in a semi-auto, right. that's not you know, really mm -hmm. tuned for it, mm -hmm. it can mm -hmm. have adverse yeah. effects. Well, like any other gun, if you're going to use it for home defense or self-defense, right. you're going you to want to try your, it out. Well, you're going to want to put your best possible ammunition choice into that, exactly. into that firearm and use it only for, you know, that type of situation. Yeah. So. You have to try out ammunition, try right. different types of ammunition, see what happens. And this is why you said, you know, going to the range and training is very important, which right. is something that I don't do often enough, yeah. which, you know, scold me. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I was... Wasn't trying to be a dick. Like I was I said, just saying. I'm more of a rifleman. Yeah, and yeah. Although I do love shotguns, it's right. like okay, how many times you know? Well, the only reason you shoot why twenty rounds and you're just like, oh fuck, man, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the reason why, like, I thought about it is because you, you know, obviously I've been with you. You shoot rifles, yeah, and then you, you know, you're talking about how you use a shotgun for for home defense, right? It's just like you might as well at that point use a rifle for self defense. Rounds, yes and no. Um, you know? the way my house is, it's not. It's not a huge house, and no, I think a rifle will... Because the way... Oh, you've been in my house, but course. the way my, my bedroom is, it's at the end of a hallway. Yeah. So if I step out into my hallway, I look down my hallway, and it goes into like a, a den area, and then there's yep. a window, and there's a street, and then there's another house across yeah, the street. Yeah, but I mean, I don't... You're... So, you're, you're like in a basement, pretty much. Yes and no, but I do have a window at know. kind of chest yeah, level. Well, so, mm. yeah, it's about chest level. So yeah. if I shoot at somebody and I miss, yeah, that round yeah. is going through it a could. window and going into the house across the street or yeah. into the house across the canal. There's a canal. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. So it that's yeah. why You're a right. rifle I don't right. want to use necessarily. I mean, don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. If, if if the situation requires it, again, I'm not trying to sound like some like machismo. No, it's not that. If the situation right. requires it and I have to then go out of my house to do some sort of work as i call as you know <laughs> wet work sure. defend, i'll grab a defend. rifle if you have to if you have to leave your home to defend it for whatever reason right. someone's whatever trying to set reason. it on fire yeah you know yeah that's when i'm grabbing a rifle because right. at that point i'm like there's probably more than one person there's probably a vehicle there's yeah. probably you know I, again you, as we've said if you're <laughs> if, if you're in that the situation man, on the way, man i and, hope they are and that's the whole thing that's why i have a plan like shit I said, happens with quick Lisa, yeah that's what i said with lisa it's like me and my wife have a plan yeah you know shotguns for inside the home if sh if shit gets so airy mm -hmm. you grab the rifle and, and you know yeah but that's why for me um inside the house the shotgun is is my preferred yeah and honestly at that point the the ammunition that's in the gun 
should be enough to contain whatever situation oh, I yeah, have. Yeah. So that's why it, it every situation is dependent. That's why I don't train so heavily with a shotgun because yeah. it's like, okay, I can use it. I can operate it. I like the safety on the monster. Do you have a lock on your bedroom door? A lock? No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I always thought like it would it would be it would just it's I a, don't sleep with the door closed. Oh really? No, I don't sleep with the bedroom door closed. Especially oh, now wow. with We well, do. Well especially because not to sound like a bitch, but our cat <laughs> if mm. she doesn't have immediate access to us, yeah. it just Don't put a cat door in your door. You, no. You, you there's no way you have like hardwood doors no, down. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not cutting my door open for that. Just leave the door open for the fucking cat. Eh. And then I, also, it's... I, I can't sleep unless my door is shut. Really? Yeah. Jesus, what happened to you as a kid? I don't know. I just always, I always <laughs> slept. I always slept that way. <laughs> That's weird, man. Well, I, you know what it probably was when I, because I've been in your childhood home. <laughs> your your room was at the end of the hall. Yeah. My room was right, like right, at the top was of the right at the top of the stairs next to my parents' room. Yeah. So anyone who was like going in and out of my parents' room, which could have been my parents, my sister, pets. Everybody was walking past my door, so right. it was always natural for me. Let me close my door to like just have some privacy because everybody's well, walking past my the door. The house that I grew up in, I slept with my door closed. But this, mm. my house now that I'm yeah. in as an adult, yeah, I I don't sleep with the door. I don't know. Closed. It was just always one of those things. I just always, you know, I just always shut yeah, my door. And weird. now it's kind of like, I mean, obviously, like if I had no door, I'd be able to, I would be able to sleep. <laughs> but it's just one of those extra things. Like I always shut the door, you know. Right, right. I don't know. It's just one of those psychological things. Yeah, that's how. That's that's why we're different people, John. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you a better person because you sleep? No, no. I'm just saying you. You know, I just assumed. I just assumed to... you slept with the door closed. No, no. Yeah. No, honestly, no. And also, it helps with like air circulation because you know you just want air to go through the house. Well, you have central air. No. Well, you don't have an AC unit in your bedroom, though. No. So during the so summer, need uh, we have open. one air conditioner right. that's upstairs. Right. So. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you Otherwise need to get really fucking hot. Yeah, well, we only have a unit in the bedroom, yeah. so yeah. we need it closed. Right. Really need it closed. Not to get too in the into summer. our personal lives here, but well, it don't make a difference. <laughs> so, they come in and they're gonna take my fucking my AC unit. I don't know, <laughs> take, Cuomo, Depending gonna, if you have more than ten people, but we'll talk about if you that. Have more than ten AC units. Yeah, we'll talk about that in another episode. But um, so for me, I I don't have much experience with a semi-auto. I've shot them before. They're really cool. They're really fun. But for me, honestly, just the reliability of a pump, knowing, okay, this pump action with this ammunition that I shoot is going to work 100% of the time, barring any sort of fuck up on my end, a short stroke, uh, mm. you know, not loading properly. So for me and my wife, this is the, the go-to. And, you know, my wife doesn't like shooting this. It's a little too much for her, but that's why the plan is for me to get the gun and her to call 911 if something were to ever happen. That's the plan, you know, get behind the bed, point the gun at the door. Anybody that comes in that door is getting it. You know, you what should I mean? get a um, like a twenty gauge option for both of you. You know what? I do, I do, I do find that the twenty gauge is, is good to shoot, but ammunition is is a thing. Like the availability of twelve gauge twelve gauge ammunition and the different loads that they have, the different options is plenty more plentiful than twenty gauge. And honestly, my biggest fear is. If I have a 12 gauge and a 20 gauge and I'm just trying to find ammo, it could get mixed up. Obviously, they're different sizes, but if you're just qu trying to quick load it, you might not feel the difference between a 20 and a 12. So that's why with shotguns, I'd rather just keep, if you're going to run 12 gauge, run 12 gauge. If you're going to run 20 gauge, run 20 gauge. I mean, obviously, people have a plethora of, you know, 16 gauge, 410 gauge. Obviously, 410 is different than a 12, obviously. But um, for me personally, it's like if I just know it's 12 gauge, not a problem. You know, that's just a me thing. Again, everybody's different. So if, 
my wife, if I were to get her a shotgun, um, you know, it would be in a 12 ga- uh, 20 gauge, something, you know, a little smaller, right. which they do make actually the, the, the yeah. little other yeah. shotguns mm-hmm. in 20 gauge. They yeah. also make them in 410. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, for the for your home defense bedroom purpose, just so both of you could use it effectively. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, let's be real. What happens if something happens to you? Yeah. What, what happens if you're not home? Yeah, you know? I know. So, so just for her to have that option and be proficient in it and be able to shoot it. I mean, she she can shoot a 12-gauge, yeah, but yeah, I'm just saying. I've, ta- I've taught her right. how to use this, but, you know, hopefully if it ever comes down to that point, it just, yeah. like I said, the ammunition that's in the gun should hopefully be enough to make oh, yeah, whatever well, problem there is. Oh, I'm sure. And um, so do you have a lot of time with shotguns? You said you got one when no, you were younger. I don't really have a lot of time with shotguns. Okay. I, I've been skeet shooting once or twice. It's, I don't know. Shotguns are cool, but... Yeah. You know what it is? I've during Sandy, mm. I utilized a shotgun for home defense. Yeah, <laughs> you know um, when our house, as you so lovingly put it, when we were homeless, um, <laughs> it was underwater. When I didn't, <laughs> oh boy, me and my me and my pops, we uh, we we slept at home a couple nights with the shotguns. You know, he had his, I had mine, just in case, man. Yeah, and I think I told you the story. We had a next door neighbor at the time who wasn't home. He was like on vacation. He was going to be gone for like several months. Yeah. Sandy hit, and in the middle of the night, my dad heard somebody like rustling around in like the in like the backyard. So he was like, "Holy shit!" Like someone's trying to break into our house, or someone's trying to break into the neighbor's house. So he like goes out of the house with the fucking shotgun to like secure the house, make sure like oh, there's nobody in our backyard. Yeah. And he like comes around the corner with a fucking flashlight and a shotgun, and it's our fucking neighbor. And he's like, "Oh shit, don't shoot!" He's like, yeah. "The fuck, you're not supposed to be here." He's like, "Yeah, I came home early because like fucking my house Hurricane. is destroyed." And he was just like, oh, shit, sorry, dude. Like, he, you know, he didn't almost shoot him, but, like, right. you know, he he thought someone was in our backyard trying to steal pipes and shit because that right. was a big thing oh, that was going yeah. on. People were breaking into fucking houses, stealing, stealing copper out the fucking bathrooms. Like, yeah, you guys are fucking savages. Yeah. There was a guy uh, a few blocks away from me. He broke into a house, and the homeowner just happened to be home, and he shot him with, like, a twenty two in the ass a few times. <laughs> the guy ran. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, people had signs that was like, we will shoot looters. My, my dad painted a sign. It was like, we will shoot looters and shit. <laughs> it was funny because there was like a fucking um, a, a Red Cross truck yeah. was like driving by. They were like from Georgia oh, or man. some shit. They were like driving by and they saw our sign. They were like, giving us MREs and blankets. So they drove up and they saw the sign. They were like, oh shit, that sign's fucking great. Yeah, they, were t- <laughs> they were taking pictures of it. They were like, my husband's going to love this. <laughs> I was like, that's oh, awesome, God, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, shooters will be shot. Like, <laughs> I mean, listen, it, 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 desperate times call for desperate measures. But, yeah. You know, don't go and hurt your fellow man. You know no, what I mean? Co- I mean, if someone's in your home. Well, yeah. I'm saying don't go and hurt your fellow man. Like, don't go looting their shit. Don't go stealing oh, their yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's, well, you know what? People do. Come. Unless it's a protest. No, people, <laughs> people have, like, take every opportunity to just. Take advantage of every situation. I mean, you're talking about people like lost everything, man. And now you're going into their home and you're taking like the last things they have. I know it's pretty you're fucking it's pretty just a piece of shit person, you know. And yeah, I really hope none of our listeners did that because I doubt that they did. But if you did, like, just know that I think you're a piece of shit. Yeah, I saw the ugliness <laughs> of humanity. Yeah. At gas station. If, lines if you're fucking stealing Sandy out of people's and... fucking homes during Sandy, like, yeah, the price gouging. If you're a fucking, if you own a fucking a gas station and you like price gouge people out of fucking money in that situation, you're just a terrible person. And it yep. kind of goes back to like, yeah, the price gouging of ammunition. You're, yep, I remember, you're like a terrible person. Yeah. You know. Um, my, yeah, somebody I know, I'm not gonna say who it is to me, 
bought the Ruger, uh, what is it? Oh, yeah, the PC9. Yeah. They bought it. It was like triple the price. Yep. He's got some money, so he doesn't care. Right. But he, he bought that, and, you know, it's in 9mm, and he was buying 9mm for over a dollar a round. Ugh. And, like, dude, like, you know Fuck that's, it. like, way too expensive because, yeah. like, 9mm is normally 16 cents a round. You're 20 like, cents yeah, tops. Yeah, 20 cents tops. I know. Like, I see 20 cents, and I'm like, I don't want it, <laughs> you know? But he's like, yeah, I know, but, you know, I want it. He's got money, so that's what it is. I know. That just that just pains me. It you know really... why? And he's buying it at our favorite gun shop. <laughs> Long Island's favorite gun shop. Yeah. <laughs> Not. But uh, he's buying it there, and he knows he's getting fucking just ripped off. But, but... see, why, why buy it anyway if he knows he's getting fucked? For the same reason that everyone's buying it. I know you said it. he's got, you know, he's pretty well off. But yeah, I but mean... it's the same reason why everybody else is buying it, because they just feel like they have to have it. And this yeah. is this goes back to if you could afford it. You're just gonna buy yeah, it. A Ruger PC9 for fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. 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 Fuck. And then fucking nine millimeter at a dollar around. I think Christ. he went over to another place. We we've, we've been there before. I won't say the name, but he was buying like two hundred rounds for like a hundred and fifty dollars. It's like seventy seventy five cents a round or whatever it is. Yeah. It's a lot of money, man. It is. And it shouldn't be that much money. No, it should not be. But because well, just just to touch on this real quick before we end or move on, whatever we're gonna, I think we're almost at the time. I don't know. You have anything really else to say? Okay. The um, we were talking about this whole, the the ammo nonsense. Yeah. You know, last time, last episode, whatever, and then like in in the past, when um, when it came up at this gun shop, like pretty much price gouging everybody, and they were like, yeah, well, you know, there's a shortage, so to prevent people from just like hoarding it and buying it, you know, we have to make the prices higher. It's like, or you could just ration how right. many boxes per person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like There's why, different ways to go Right. Like, it. instead of saying, because, like, basically, them making the price as high is just saying, well, if you can afford it, you can have it, and we're going to make a lot of money off of it, opposed to saying, we want everyone to be able to have it, we're going to only sell you two boxes per person at an appropriate price. It, it could be a little more, right, yeah. but a dollar a round is astronomically from high. I've, from what I've heard, though, it's not the it's not the manufacturers no. raising the prices, it's distributors no. yeah. and then yeah. the, the, the stores. Oh, 100%. demand and yep. supply. Um, one thing, though, that I did want to talk about, John, was um, the differences you might find in these two popular shotguns, a Remington 870 pattern mm -hmm. and a Mossberg pattern, because okay. a lot of guns are modeled after these. I know, for example, uh, Norinco makes a, it's called like a Hawk shotgun, it's modeled after an 870, and some, some manufacturers model their guns after a Mossberg. Um, I prefer, honestly, the Mossberg way that they do things, like, for example, here, the safety... Um, I know, for example, that if the safety is on, like what they call a rear tank safety, it's on the back of the receiver. So if, if it's in the rear position, I know it's it's unsafe. If you move it forward, there's a red dot. Yeah. So I know, for example, if I have the gun at a shoulder-ready position like this, like I'm holding it, I'm not pointing it at John, <laughs> I know that all I have to do is, when I grab the gun, slide my hand forward, uh, yeah. and it's like this. Now It's almost like your thumb's in that natural position right, already. Right, right. Now... I know I was talking away from the mic, so excuse me, but I know on this Remington, it's like, okay, the same thing kind of applies to where you have to know which way the safety is engaged, sure. left or right. And your hand, your finger is awfully close to the right. to the trigger at that point. Right. So for example, though, I'm a righty, and the way the Remington 870 works is is when, you're, when you grab the gun, the index finger pushes yeah. the safety off. So the right. safety's off. Right. But if you're a lefty, if you can Can you get gun, it in a lefty configuration for that purpose? You might be able to. I'm not sure yeah. offhand. I'm curious. But for example, if you're a lefty, 
you can't disengage the safety from right. the left side. You have right. to come over to the right. Mm-hmm. That's why I like the Mossberg. It's mo- it's ambidextrous. Yeah. It is just okay. Forward, just take the gun off, and it's you know it's yeah. ready to go. Take but what I off. what I don't like about the Mossberg is the. I'm sorry, but I, yeah, what I don't like about the Mossberg is the um. What's this slide release? The, uh, the the slide release is like in a weird spot. Like yeah. it's almost like you can't really get it. I noticed you can't really get it with your thumb that I in a comfortable position. Like if you you know. Well, depending because this has a pistol grip, so yeah. if it had a more traditional hunting grip, you could probably get it a little easier. The Remington, the uh, slide release, I believe, is forward of the trigger grip. Yeah, but on the on the Mossberg, it's in the back. On my on my Mossberg, though, I think it's up here as well. It depends on the model. Yeah. So it's just one of those things I noticed, you know. And I guess yeah. I'm just used to my shotgun, but so for example, on it doesn't the, really make on the that Remington, much of a difference. You can, if you got long fingers, you could reach the slide release from with your index finger over the front of the trigger group. Right. But you know, depending on how big your hands is, you have to release it with your non-dominant hand. That's also why I like the Mossberg because, for me at least, you could still manipulate the slide release even mm-hmm. with the pistol grip. You just have to kind of press up with your thumb. See. For me, like I said, I just think the Mossberg is more ergonomic. You know what? You know what it probably is. It's this. Oh, the stock. Yeah, it gets in my way. Yeah. Well, it's a collapsible stock. Yeah, Um, but I'm just saying, like, when, like, because I would naturally, I'd want to just bring my hand around and just click it, but I can't because, like, my wrist just totally hits. Right. We're also sitting in a chair. You're not standing. You know, you're the stock is in all the way at the moment just to save space on the table. Um, also, Mossberg, you know, in my opinion, there's plenty of police departments that use Mossberg. And, I mean, Remington, oh, yeah. but Mossberg has the 590A1, the military yeah, contract yeah, yeah. gun. Um, well, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with either of these shots. No, there's, there's nothing I mean, we're, wrong we're with nit- either. At this point, we're nitpicking. But. Right, but for me, ergonomically speaking, yeah. that's why I prefer Mossberg. Um, just the way the safety is. Like, for example, I can yeah. just know mm-hmm, forward, mm-hmm. okay, safety's off, ready to yep, rock. Yep, it yep. also is very... It has aggressive uh, texturing on the safety, so it's really easy to push forward, you know, forward and aft. Um, that's just, you know, again, my my preference, and you really have to go and feel them and shoot them to find out, you know, which ones are better, which ones you prefer. Not that not that one's better than the other because they're both very proven, very reliable, uh, but you just have to feel them, handle them, shoot them to feel which one's better. Now, one thing I was talking to John about was the imported shotguns that you see on the market today from Turkey. They are, from what I hear, very good quality. A uh, coworker of mine has a Turkish shotgun. He's like, the thing is great for the price. Um, I wouldn't buy one and use it for home defense unless I've shot one and I know that it works, which obviously you can't just go borrow a gun from a store shoot and be like, yeah, you know, I, I want to... I mean, you could buy it and then if you don't like it, you could always resell it. Yeah, you could, but then you just... That's... Or just another gun in your collection. Exactly. So if I'm going to buy something like, for example, Remington or Mossberg, I know they are great guns, no yeah. doubt about it. But, you know, I just, they're not available nowadays. They're just non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's unfortunate and it fucking pains me, but we're looking at probably a year before all this shit comes back to, to some semi-normal, some, you know. Yeah, part of it's panic buying. Also, part of it was um, factories having to uh, limit the number of staff of there because of COVID. And put in Dude, these... it was like the tri- the trifecta. What did I call I it? The trifecta? Yeah, the trifecta. Yeah, you know, you have the pandemic, you have the riots, and you have a presidential election right. here. I mean, just... holy shit. You know, so the it trifecta. It makes 2012 look like a fucking yeah. child's I mean, this play, is man. by far the, the, the most, this is the worst I think I've ever I know, I know. seen it. The trifecta. After Sandy Hook, so. man, there was no ammunition anywhere, but the price gouging wasn't as outrageous as yeah. it was now. 
I mean, you could still find guns. And I was saying yeah. I bought this Mossberg off of uh, before Facebook went full, you know, asshole on everyone. <laughs> uh, Long Island, there's a Long Island Firearms Group, and people used to be able to just post up firearms for sale, yep. and you would meet an FFL, do a background check, and you know, that was it. Yep. It was the legal yep. way to sell a gun. It's not, you know, they banned it because they're saying it was the sale of. Right. You know, I don't, these fucking websites, they get away with so much shit because they say they're not a publisher. Right. You know, but then they say, oh, well, you can't, you have to ban, you know, like, they're pretty much taking it as, like, they're, like, selling the gun or, like, they're facilitating a sale, which they're really not at all, you know. Yeah, it's just. They're they're as if, like, I wanted to meet up with you to buy a car. Right. Like, they they didn't sell me the car. They just put two people into contact with each other, which is the whole point of fucking social media, right? right? You know, like, it's just one of those things. I really hope they they deal with, in some way, you know, the government has to deal with. Yeah, they're going to parlor. Yeah, that's what I hear. I don't have Um, parlor yet. Have you tried it? Yeah, I had it for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's like Twitter. It's like Twitter. I don't know on Twitter either. Well, yeah, but, you know, you pretty much just. It's like Twitter in the fact that you you follow somebody and and they just post information and then you could retweet it or you know whatever i don't know is what it they call like it like facebook to where like let's just say for example you want to buy and sell firearms no no it's like twitter okay it's basically just a platform to to share you know links okay you know you type whatever speech and yeah free speech yeah and, and the whole thing about parlor is um that's what they don't they don't censor conservative speech which is what a lot of places are doing right now. And they don't censor any speech. It's not like they're censoring liberals. Right, as long or as it's legal and not right. promoting. As long as you're not illegal. Exactly. Then they're they're right. they don't censor. They're more hands off. They're more they're more First Amendment free speech. Right. Which you is know? the way things should be. Well, you know? it should be, but they're a private company and they don't have to. Exactly. And that's the whole, that's one of the things that people they get all like up in arms about, like, oh, you know, Facebook is, you know, infringing. Right. Facebook has it, the right who technically cares? to do whatever yeah. they want, right. but at the at the end of the day, it's like okay, is any laws being broken? No. no. Is anyone being hurt? No. They define what hate speech is, and suddenly that's the new norm. They define yeah. what election news is, right. and suddenly that's the norm. it's not even that. It comes down to Trump will post something. Oh, like we think that there was election fraud, and then they'll send a link. Why election fraud is so rare? Right. You know what I mean? Like at that point, they're pretty much. They're canceling out what Trump has to say, which Trump said this, but let me tell you the truth. That's pretty much what, you know, quote unquote, that's what Facebook is doing, Twitter's doing. And also Facebook owns Instagram. And the other day I was on Instagram and I shared, I went to go share a post by IraqVet8888, the YouTuber. And it was about just basically like, don't take my Second Amendment rights away. And he tagged uh, Donald Trump, Donald Trump Mm -hmm. Jr. or whatever. And I went to go share it and then a thing popped up and it said, uh, don't, you know, this may be... Uh, false information of, of an election. Are you sure you yeah. want to share it? And I'm like, yep. the fuck? Just because you tagged the president, they had a little thing that popped up and say, hey, you sure you want to send, share yep. this? Check your election results yep. before sharing. Right. And I'm like, what's irrelevant? It, yeah. What does this have to do just right. because he tagged the president? Yeah. You know? Well, did you, you saw our post about Biden? Yeah. The the post with Biden biting the finger yeah. of, I think, I guess it's his wife, Jill. I have no idea. And I posted it and, like, it wasn't coming up. And I was like, that's really weird. And then eventually it populated and it had, like, a little, like, disclaimer yeah. at the bottom, like, check election results. I'm like, what the does fuck? That have to do with it's anything? a fucking picture of him biting a finger, right. first of all. And I didn't even say anything about the election. I was just like, his gun law, you know, it was right. about his gun laws. Like, it, it was just, it was very interesting to me that they even, just the mere posting of a picture of Biden right. is enough for them to say, oh, well, we have to, we have to put a disclaimer on this that, you know, it's fake news or whatever. Like, I know. It's it's total BS. Yeah, man. it is. And this is why people are getting tired of these giant yep. tech companies they are. ruling. Yep. I mean, and also you have the option to not be on them. Like, Correct. I and mean, I think, but for a long time, they're the only option. 
which is why yeah. I think it's good. Now that this is happening, we're yeah, getting things parlor, like Parler, Rumble is I've like Rumble. Rumble is like YouTube. You know, it's yeah. like the new YouTube. So yeah. more, I think more and more people. I mean, YouTube is always an alternative YouTube, to Facebook. What is it called? Mewe. Mewe. Have to look into that. We have, we should make yeah. Put, and they also allow firearm sales. So, like, yeah. a lot of people migrated from Facebook yeah. to that. A lot of groups that I belong to, yeah. collecting groups, migrated to there. Like, don't get me wrong. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, they're going to the be... Biggies. Yeah, Google, even Google throttles oh, throttles links. Yeah. You know? Like, if you want to search something, you're going to get all the mainstream media bullshit before. You have to go pages in to really right. find out. Let me get, like, a, a more unbiased opinion on some of these things. So, right. you know, we just have to... You know, hopefully that this turns the tide. I mean, like we've said before, Trump has released, like, has, like, started a fire in a lot of people, you know. It really has. And, and it's caused companies uh, to to be created because of, you know, all the stuff. Rum, like we said, Rumble, Parler. Yeah, Mewy, the alternatives. Right. And they will, I mean, one of the first ones that I remember was Full 30. I don't know if you remember Full 30. Mm. It was a YouTube uh, alternative for firearms only. And it was uh, a bunch of content creators get together and said, hey, we need an alternative to YouTube because they're censoring us. They're taking in videos. So they got together and created Full 30, a video hosting. What happened to them? Uh, they're, still, they're still around. Full 30 is still a thing. It's just not as popular as YouTube, and that's the problem. Yeah. Um, it's Obviously, they have to maintain an infrastructure to host these videos. You see Rumble. Only, you know, they invited certain people to Full 30, like yeah. content creators. Like It was like, hey, these are the guys that are on YouTube that you know and love. Check us out on this other platform. You know, it's, it's funny when you go... <laughs> it's funny when you go to, like, Rumble and Parler. Like, you, I'm sure you, you would imagine most of the people on Rumble and Parler are like conservatives, yes. Republicans, because they, they're the ones who feel like they've been wronged by right. the big tech companies. But like, I just go to Rumble, like, just I've never been on Rumble before. I don't have an account. And like, all the links, it's like Mike Pence, Mike Pence, Mike Pence. <laughs> you know, like, Trump was not allowed to the Trump campaign with Fox News and Max News, or whatever the fuck that new yeah, one is. Max. I went to, um, have you ever been to the diner over here with me? Which diner? there's a diner right down the block. No. Okay. I don't want to give away where i live but um there's a there's a diner over here if people people will know right away when i when i say um what they're about but the guy who owns the diner his he has four kids one runs the diner with him um they're they're older and the other three are police officers uh -huh. there's a nypd cop a nassau cop and i think a port authority cop mm -hmm. you walk into the vestibule there and the entire thing is just pictures of trump pictures of his kids cops yeah. there's like always always a bunch of cops in the diner you know, it's yeah. they're Republican. You know, they're, they're conservative, and um, it's funny. Uh, they would always every they have like a million TVs in there. E everywhere you look, there's a fucking huge big screen TV. Always Fox News, nothing else. Always Fox News. Now that Fox News is going more left, everything is news. It, everything is so news max. It's so me, funny. Man. Like one week because I was there, I was there like one week, and it was it was all Fox, and then like I was there like less than seven days later, Newsmax. See, the thing with Fox was it really surprised me kind of the way they went with the well, election results. listen, dude, went... the Murdoch family, you know about them? No. The Murdoch family, like, owns Fox, essentially, and they're huge Biden supporters. And that's that's a problem, man, when you have the people who own these media companies, basically, like, news, news outlets that are, like, really supportive of one candidate over the other. They could really, like, we've talked about sway an election. Yeah. Not even through, like fraud but just through information right. there's so much power in information and that's what a lot of people are upset about you know with this with this election and you know what destroys computers what? shotguns <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs> i don't know man. i'm just yeah. joking around but honestly with when, when it comes in terms of social media just really be discretionary you know really be the better person on social media uh you know do I, your own thing if I, you want to go say, to parlor if you want to yeah. go to these other websites i say go, go to parlor yeah 
go to parlor go we to should rumble make a parlor. yeah we will i think we'll we'll do it today i could take care of it yeah you know i do all the social media shit for yes. the most part yes he is he's, he's pretty decent at it <laughs> i try and do i mean i have a full-time job i try and do a pose yes, now. I'm trying to blow we, people we, up we but i think we will do a rumble and um now is probably a good time to get on board with these platforms because they're a so lot new. Of people yeah. are migrating, and yeah, for sure, man. Um, I think also letting people know about alternatives. Hey, did you check out this other site or this other yeah. media outlet? Yeah, um, is very important. And these other websites are fire and friendly, from what I hear. Do you know who um, is like a an owner in um, Parlor? No. Dan Bongino. Oh, cool! Right yeah, on. and it was, like he didn't create it, but like he came in later. The fa- yeah, after the fact, and he like provided well, some funding. Been around for a number of years now. It has it, been. It's yeah. not right, but a he new got thing. he got on board with it just recently. I think at the beginning of this year, because I guess they probably asked him if he wanted to like provide funding for like a percent. Um, so like you know, and he's a huge name in in conservative yeah. you know conservative outlets. Community. Yeah, so yep. um, yeah, so I would definitely check out Parlor, check out Rumble. I'm you know. Definitely, right. definitely check out Parlor because it's gonna—it's like the new Twitter. Yeah, it's, you know? it's coming up, man. So it's coming up. But uh, wrapping up with shotguns, I think that everyone should have one. Everyone should at least get one that fits them, is suited for them. Um, ask questions. Ask people. Hey, you know, I'm interested in getting a shotgun. Uh, do you have one? Maybe we go to the range. I could try it out. Yeah. Obviously, I know ammunition's a bitch right now, so you know. Use it sparingly, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, see what fits you. If you find that you like Remington over Mossberg, or hey, this new import shotgun is great. Um, it has the features of both, or you know, I really like this stock, or I like this style. Um, you know, try it out. See what happens. Um, if you have any questions about shotguns, you could ask us. I'm not the most knowledgeable person, but I could always point you in the right direction. Um, I can tell you what works for me, what doesn't work for me. Um, some people reached out and shared pictures of um of them listening to the podcast which was pretty cool oh yeah yeah i saw that and um some people comment on the on the facebook page another yeah. one guy local showed a picture of him taking his daughter out to the shooting range. yes that was we that was cool we love seeing yeah. that um if people listen and they they want to share pictures of them yeah. shooting their guns or a gun mm-hmm, collection mm-hmm. or talking about them feel free drop us a line man we love the interaction yeah. with people who listen we have 15 reviews on our um podcast on our podcast on apple podcast not you know just yeah. five star re- they're all five star reviews oh, wow. which we really appreciate yeah um also, they didn't really write anything but they gave us the review which we appreciated so yeah. i've also noticed that a lot of people like the facebook page recently yeah. um thank you yeah Welcome. we get like a few likes a day i know or so, and like i think it has two. to do with people searching out this information people i hope saying, so you know yeah. hey i need to know about firearms yeah. i need to get this information yeah. and yeah. i know we're not the most super technical people but we're just two guys that love guns yeah, we just talk like nor- like we're norm- like, yeah. you know normal dudes like you would we're like- not sponsored by anybody we're just two although dudes. we would love to be sponsored <laughs> so if you would like to sponsor us please reach out right now but we're not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drink your coffee we'll wear your shoes <laughs> i will yeah we will 100 percent we will we will give you a shout out if you want to send us some in 18 years yeah <laughs> 18 years <laughs> The long game. I'm playing yeah, the long you're game. the long game. Well, you got it. Um, no, but that's I mean, not why we're doing it, yeah, you know? It's really not. We, As you guys know, we started out just like, hey, you want to do this? Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah, sure. This is great. <laughs> um, but we, we love seeing people interacting. We love people reaching out. Um, obviously, yeah. we have full-time jobs, so if we don't get back to it immediately, you know, hey... But we do read the yeah. comments. We well, you do... know what's what's nice is like Taylor, you work during the day and I work during the night, right. so like we kind of have twenty four hour coverage more <laughs> or less. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I man. work midnight, so yeah. So other than that, man, um, I say go out get a shotgun. Uh, don't follow yeah. Sleepy Joe's advice and just blast off rounds indiscriminately from your porch. <laughs> 
Um, I wonder if that could be used as a defense in court now because the president said that we could do it. Just go out, get yourself. <laughs> I mean, they blame down. Trump for everything yeah, else, no. right? Oh, Trump doesn't doesn't wear a mask, so why should I? Oh, okay. Well, Biden said I can just fire two blasts of my double barreled shotgun off my fucking balcony. Right. Why can't I do Let's it? Let's try that here, John. Your neighbor's <laughs> yeah. house is only two Let's feet see away. How that works. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, man. I think well, that was a good to- topic, and um, you know, definitely reach out. Yeah. Um, like I said in the last episode, uh, if you see any like good deals or good sales or anything, you know, feel free to post it on the Facebook sure you page. You've been to a store one. locally, and buy you- yourself one. Th- oh yeah, if you if you see ammo anywhere, let everybody know. <laughs> buy none. some for yourself there's first. None. Yeah, there's nothing. Take care of yourself first, and then right. let everyone know. Like I said, I kind of want to just build yeah. a community about it. And, yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know, course. get people armed. <laughs> all right all right guys check us out um you know facebook instagram check out us Spotify. check us out on all the podcast outlets ny gun guys all one word like us share us subscribe please leave us a review comment on shit whatever you guys want to do listen to us um and we really appreciate you guys being here um we'll see you next time and as always be safe thanks guys Thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode of the New York Gun Guys podcast. If you guys enjoyed the show, check out our previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you can find a podcast. Uh, we have new episodes every Monday and Friday, so check us out. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Facebook at NY Gun Guys. Check us out. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Share it. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much for tuning in, and as always, stay safe.